a rando talking about some random stuff. That's what's coming up on this anti-woke podcast. The Ukraine-Russia war has got a couple new things. Russia's doing a referendum where the people who live in the parts that Russia took over from Ukraine, of Ukraine, um, they get to vote and say if they want to be a part of Russia now. And the idea is that the people will vote and say, yes, we want to be a part of Russia because all the people who didn't want to be a part of Russia, you know, they left. And, uh, you know, anyways, all the other countries, America, the West, they're not going to abide, or they're not going to recognize that the vote goes, or that's that's a legal vote or whatever. But I guess they all vote and say, they yes, they want to be a part of Russia. And then Russia's like, yes, they're a part of Russia. And then if Ukraine attacks it, it's like, now you're, tech, you're attacking Russian homeland as opposed to just fighting us over some part of Ukraine. And, you know, does that mean Russia can do something extra crazy to protect it? We don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. And Russia, they're not doing a general draft, but they are bringing in a whole bunch of extra people. Although it's not clear that their army even can use extra people. There seems like their army's struggling, although you really don't know. You still don't know the fog of war, what's going on either way. And then I was listening to the Axios Today, or whatever it's called, podcast. And they did something real simple and called it reporting. But anyways, they just, uh, you can go on um, it's like Google, I can't remember the name. It's like stats.google.com, something like that. And you can just look up words, and it'll give you graphs of how many people have been searching for those words. Alright, fine, I looked it up. It's trends.google.com. But anyways, Axios, which is a media organization of some sort, um, they looked up abortion and immigration. And until recently, you know, America was very interested in the abortion situation and not very interested in the immigration situation. But that has changed, and now abortion is down, you know. Maybe it's been long enough that people don't care. I mean, we don't know. None of this is known until people vote uh, in 40 days. Um, and immigration is way up. But like I say, we got 40 days. Those things could still change. Or they're meaningless, or who knows. Or else, it's a good sign for Republicans, basically. Americans trust Republicans more on immigration, and they trust Democrats more on abortion. Alright, and in Iran, they got a whole bunch of riots. Yeah, riots. These are not Black Lives Matter riots. These are completely justified riots. But there was a woman who, uh... Okay, so in Iran, obviously, 1979, I mean, not obviously, Iran, a country over in the Middle East, 1979, uh, they had a revolution and Muslims took it over and made it a theocracy or a religious country. And America and Iran have not gotten along ever since. The people that they took it over from was America's friend, and they got a lot of oil. You get the idea on that. But they got something called the morality police over in Iran, and these, I don't know, men, Muslims of some sort, who go around, and, you know, if a woman shows an ankle or shows some part of her body that she shouldn't, then they will arrest you, and they might beat the shit out of you, too. They might rape you. When I say you, I mean you're a woman, an Iranian woman. But so anyways, they arrested some woman who was not wearing her hijab correctly, and she died. Went into a coma and then died. And then they've been having these protests slash riots. Where, like, one of the things they're doing, it's kind of like flag burning or something, but women have been throwing their hijabs onto a bonfire. They'll start, like, a bonfire of hijabs. 
All right, this movie we want to know exactly what a hijab is, right? It's not a burqa, it's not a whatever, it's three of them, I can't remember all of them. But I went on Amazon, typed in hijab, I could buy myself one. Yeah, 11, 12 bucks, you get one made in China. And it's basically like a piece of cloth that covers your head and your shoulders. And I'm not sure, but I don't think it's just like a square piece of cloth where if you know how to fold it, you know, it's not, it's not like learning how to tie a tie or tie a bow tie or something. Um... The hijab is kind of shaped already to go over your head and your shoulders. Anyways, they said she wasn't wearing the hijab correctly. They killed her. And then the country has been going apeshit crazy with women. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. They cut off the internet. Oh, you know what's interesting? WhatsApp. They shut down Instagram and WhatsApp. So this bunch of riots, protests, revolution... Whatever, it's all based on WhatsApp and Instagram. And I'd be curious to know more about Instagram, but I've talked about how WhatsApp has caused causes riots and instability and blah, blah. And so anyways, here's an example of it. And whatever, you know, this is the Anti-Woke Podcast. Actually, this is just me. This has nothing to do with Anti-Woke anything. But I'm looking on Amazon here at all the jobs you could buy for like $11. Now there's one for $17 if you want a fancy one. Uh... They got Persian women modeling them, and they're so amazingly attractive. Persian women may be the most attractive kind of kind of women on the planet, and Persian women are the kind of women that live in live in Iran. Okay, so anyways, we're gonna have to wait and see what's going on with Russia. It's gonna be part of Russia, and then who's gonna escalate the war? Because someone is. And I already forgot what the other thing I was talking about. And then Iran is this gonna lead to a change where women can? go around with their hair uncovered in Iran, or are they going to start mowing down the protesters with machine guns? They had a protest in 2019, and that's how they, that was how they solved it last time. Although it doesn't look good to mow down women. I think this is more women than the last one was just men. Like, you know, if you tell a man, I'm going to kill you if you don't go home, he's like, well, I don't want to die because i got to take care of my family. But if you kill a man's woman, he may go, F this and go apeshit crazy on you. So it'll be interesting. There was a dead wild turkey on the ground near my shop the other day. I mean, it's still there, but like I saw a giant bunch of feathers spread around and then I saw the body and it was missing a head and I don't know what kind of animal, whatever, takes the head and leaves it. I, I mean, that almost sounds like what a person does, but it, it wasn't a person. And that's gross. But um, what's interesting is Every night it would move. Like, it would be there during the day. I don't think animals would do anything. And then every night it would move maybe 50 feet, 100 feet. And then I'd, you know, see it the next morning in that different spot. And I put my automatic trail camera on it. And there's a fox around, a possum. I think mostly it was a possum was eating it. Maybe some other animals. But I think this is an example of evolution that's kind of interesting. So, like, if you're a wild animal and you come across the dead body of some other wild animal, you don't just sit down and eat it. You pick it up, you take it a ways away, and then you start eating. And it doesn't have to be meat-eating. I'm sure this applies to, you know, like if a mouse finds a piece of cheese or something, you know, not attached to a mouse trap. I bet if they could pick it up and take it a little distance away, they'd do that and then eat it. You know, who knows? Maybe a mouse, its ideal distance is... And move the thing about two feet away and then eat it. 
And then a possum, it looks like, you know, moving about 50 to 100 feet away and then chomp down. And, you know, I think this applies to the woods. It's not like they're, it's not like the, the turkey is being taken to, you know, let's take it 100 feet away to a secluded cave or something. It's just, let's just take it 100 feet away. It doesn't matter, you know, like, when you're, you know, my shop has driveway, you know, next to woods, so it's a little different, but... I think if they just find it in the middle of the woods, you know, in the old days, before humans even existed in the forest, um, it's just like, you know, this part of the forest, where you find it, that's not where you eat it. You take it to another part of the forest, which is exactly the same, other than it ain't where you found it. And that's not always the same. I think, like, my dog, he kind of likes to, if you give him food away from his food bowl area, sometimes he'll take the food over to his food bowl area and eat it. Like, he doesn't take the food out of the bowl go five feet away and eat it, he eats it right out of the bowl. But he will take stuff to it. I'm watching The Secret of My Success. It's a movie from 1987 starring Michael J. Fox, where he's a kid from Kansas who moves to New York City and goes from nothing to a big success. Hence the name. And, I don't know, it's just got interesting things going on. First off, do you remember Cindy Crawford, like the number one supermodel in about... 91 or something well the movie starts with a montage it's like you know they show kansas where it's just like hayseed hicks and then it shows him going to new york and it's like punk rockers black people and then it's like and cindy crawford before she's famous and then the first thing that happens in the story is he shows up for his job that he got whatever out of college and the whole company is being shut down because of a hostile takeover like, sorry, you lost your job on the day you got your job. So he goes looking for more jobs, and he's like, you know, he's playing the game. He's like faking his experience, you know, like he drove a tractor, so that means he's the head of the automotive division at the whatever. And the lady's like, he goes to one application, and the lady's like, you're perfect. You got this. You got that. You got this other thing. But, and he's like, don't tell me but, you know, if, if I need to be taller, I can be taller. If I need to be older, I can be older or younger or whatever i'll be anything and she goes can you be a minority woman then there's kind of a little small billboard that says that it's an advertisement it says french women have been getting into our genes for years and so there's flashbacks of him talking to his kansas parents and his dad's like hey at least let me buy you a plane ticket to new york and he's like no dad i gotta do this on my own and the mom is like well, at least it'll be a round-trip ticket, right? He's like, yeah, but I'm not going to need it. When I come back to Kansas, I'm going to be flying in my own jet. I think movies today could learn a lot from this movie. Um, it just has, like, one montage after another. Like Some of the songs are bad. Some of the songs are good. But it's like, you know, the hot young chick drinking from the drinking fountain and the water, you know, it's not quite a wet t-shirt contest, but she's really having fun with that drinking fountain. And then the hot older lady, he's driving her in a limousine, and, you know, he's, like, trying to roll up the divider, and she's rolling down the divider, and, you know, the the antenna for the radio, the external antenna is going up and down, and the locks, he's locking it, or, yeah, he's locking it, she's unlocking it. And it's all like a montage, or, I think, you know, otherwise known as a music video. They're just throwing music videos into the middle of a movie. I love the 80s. And then the hot older lady seduces him in the swimming pool. 
to the tune of Jaws. It's like, dun-dun, dun-dun. And she rips off his shorts and, won't, and plays like keep away. She's a better swimmer, so she plays keep away and he can't get his shorts back. So it's got these montages that have songs to go with them. And this is a phenomenal movie, but it's kind of funny. Because they take the song that was used for a montage in Ferris Bueller's Day Off and another song that was used in a montage for Beverly Hills Cop. And they use that for two of their montages. So the answer is, you don't have, you know, to make a great movie, you don't actually have, a, have to have a great song. Like, I was thinking about that. Like, a lot of movies have famous songs to go with them. I mean, not, not lately, but back in the day. And so what do you do if you can't get someone to write a good song? Well, anyways, this movie solved it. They're just like, what was the, what was the recent good montage? Oh, Beverly Hills Cop had one. Oh, well, let's just use that song again. And it works. I mean, that was a song. It was, it was good both times. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.